And we're back on a Friday for the last episode of the week of our first full week of shows here at the Process Podcast. Been a big week. It has been a big week. Like exciting our, week. Really exciting. Our first first full, first week. full week of podcasting, which is pretty cool. Started last Thursday, last Wednesday. Last Wednesday was when yep. the first episode came out. And we thought about starting it on the Monday, but we're like, nah, we didn't have didn't have the time. Hard to get together. So started it the Wednesday, gave us like three days to kind of work into things. And then took the weekend off so we could kind of like think about what we want to do for the coming week and yeah that's it we've got our first full five-day stretch of podcast already done done. feels pretty Pretty exciting it's cool going from just talking about it to uh actually doing it yeah we did it quick too like yeah i remember the week before a week before we started it came over to your house after after work and um we talked about it we're like we should we should start up we should start a podcast we want to start a podcast share the share the knowledge that we've that we've learned the minimal knowledge that we've learned in the last four years of design school but yeah. also just the knowledge of our experiences and um our own unique perspective and, and view on the world of design and creativity yeah, and also give us a little outlet first to talk exactly. nonsense about Random design things or whatever. Yeah, we can. We can. Anything that's on our mind. We can talk about literally anything that we want because it's our show and it's it's what we enjoy to do. Yeah. Um, one thing that I wanted to touch on now that we're at the end of the week, going into a weekend where the weather's supposed to be mediocre at best, I think, for mm-hmm. September in in Canada, um, is this whole podcast microphone stand shindig that we've had going on. Because we we have the Audio Technica ATR twenty one hundred X, yes, ATR twenty one hundred X USB microphones, and the microphone itself is fantastic. I absolutely love it; sounds amazing. Um, but the stands that come with it are—I don't know what would you say they're, about them? They're all right. They're all right. They're passable. they're functional. They're functional. They don't, they don't really the look, they don't really look great. Um, I am a firm believer in the fact that we can design our own and have them be really cool, brand them with the mm-hmm. process or something like that. And talked about it a bit in previous shows of wanting to design our own podcast microphone stands. And then I was thinking the other night of what if we can design a microphone stand easily enough but what if we each designed our own microphone stand so that we end up with two different designs one for myself and one for you and then if we get to the point where we have guests we can design a guest microphone stand that we can Mm. use um, and kind of implement our own visual aesthetic and visual style cues into these designs we both have 3D printers. We can easily 3D print our own model. Yeah, we give me give give me your thoughts. What do you think? No, I like it. I like the personalization kind yeah. of aspect to it. I got to be kind of fun. Yeah. So you both have different styles, mm-hmm. different uh, things that we like, um, and I think it'd be good to gives us a, a project to work on. Exactly. Right? Like a good a, a good, good project a good starting point, right? Yeah. Something something we can spend some time on and. Uh, Come up with something cool. I mean, it'd be nice to have something that works a bit better. Yeah. 
because already setting up the stuff for this episode yeah it took you like 10 a bit minutes of an, to get everything set yeah, up yeah i had a bit of trouble yeah um with things being a little issues. loose and stuff like that so it'd be kind of cool to you know design our own yeah. stand and Sweet. figure out how to make something yeah work i mean i've, I've already gotten started on it kind of cheated I've done a couple pages in my sketchbook of some loose, loose ideations. So what do you say we on over the weekend, we try and do like a page or two pages, two pages a day come in Monday with say four, four development pages of, of ideas. I think that'd be pretty cool. We can post that on Instagram. We're going to get Instagram set up over the weekend so that, uh, we can push start pushing out photos and images and yeah show whatever we're working on or yeah. you know anything Just cool behind the scenes behind we've the got stuff. there's like two weeks a little bit of admin here but a little bit of like two weeks until is it two weeks until inktober starts yeah already yeah. almost yeah only two weeks left that's crazy yeah yeah so we gotta get warmed up we gotta get get warmed up for that and what i like to do is in preparation for inktober um like maybe September 30th, uh, we go out and we film a video of us picking up an Inktober sketchbook from Ooh, go to yes. Michael's or Curry's or something, some kind of local art store, and um, have that as a lead into uh, the next 31 days of daily consistent sketching. I think that would be pretty that'd cool. That'd be cool. I think that'd be a designated s- sketchbook. Yeah. Because I, I, I would start like halfway through one, but it just doesn't feel right. <laughs> especially for Inktober. Yeah, no, it doesn't. So that's, uh, that's my admin for the, uh, the podcast microphone stand project. We'll come in Monday. We'll post our concepts and ideas, um, on, on Monday on Instagram. We'll have those up along with the new episode, episode nine, and we'll see where that goes. It'll be interesting to see like our own different visual styles. Yeah, it will. It yeah. will actually. I'm, th- I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think already of uh, some ideas. Cause like, for micro- like it could li- literally look like anything. That's the other thing. Yeah, I'm possibly even thinking. I mean, at least with my printer, I think I could probably print it in one piece if I wanted to do something that was. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, you've got a tall print yeah, bed. Yeah, I got on a yours. tall print bed. So if we wanted to do something, if it came down to one piece. Yeah. I like that. An idea, possibly. I like that. Or. I think the idea of um, kind of like this, the one we already have, where it's mm-hmm. in pieces and it's mechanically assembled, is also kind of a cool idea. Yeah, yeah it's true, actually. It like could that. give us some um, some room to modify or tweak. Yeah, kind of like a build-your-own microphone stand yeah. type Ooh. thing. Like modular. Oh, there's an idea. I hate, th- I hate to throw that word around, modular. but make it modular. That's just thought that's another conversation. Oh, yeah. The the pros and cons of designing something to be modular. I think, yes, but I was also even thinking like an episode just talking about um, using the word modular yeah, using and how it, kind of over overused that very is. Very overstated. Maybe, maybe we can maybe have an episode of um, frowned upon, not even frowned upon, just overused design Cliché terms. Design words. Cliché design yeah. words. Maybe even incorporate um, naming product naming into that yeah and the uh the art of oh, throwing get, it into uh, google translate oh, and finding something that sounds cool so, hey google what does this mean in japanese <laughs> okay thanks that's my product name what does it mean it means fucking nothing that's what it means 
yeah, or it means they, something bad or stupid. Yeah, I've got my own my own views on that, but uh, that's a that's a big rant for another that's, day. That's another big rant for sure. We'll have to have to put that in the calendar. Write that down. Make note of that. Yeah, that's a not to say a contentious issue, but it's a, it's a sticking. No, point it's it's a funny. Sure. I think it's a funny uh, conversation to have. Yeah, if you know, you know. If you're listening to this and you we we graduated with with you. You, you know who you are, and if you know, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you don't know, keep on listening for a future episode where this whole debauchery of naming conventions and products yeah. Opinions. Will, be, uh, will be unveiled. We'll, yeah, uh, that could be funny. We'll dive, dive into all that. And, and another thing, actually, that we talked about earlier in the week was uh, the whole... Fifty Shades of um, Graffiti stuff. Right. Which I've been thinking about a bit in the last, like, since yesterday, basically. Been thinking about that, um, of, like, what we can do. And still haven't nailed down any concrete ideas yet. But, like, there's a couple floating around. I have my, oh, here's another cool thing. Started a new Field Notes notebook oh, true. the other day. Yeah. Because um, I finally filled up my older notebook so i've i've moved on to my new set of uh field notes heavy duty fall edition for 2020 and they're beautiful beautiful i need i need to get a subscription for that you really do 130 110 dollars us and then i think with conversion and shipping it comes to like 150 canadian yeah you get get four shipments throughout the year and it's all it's field notes i gotta do that it's all good i love the uh not just the quality, but just the design on it. Right? Oh, just the it's, graphics. It's so the, if the if you keep this going, I'm gonna go get the notebook and read you some cool shit inside of it. All right. Yeah. No. I definitely. I definitely. I think appreciate the uh, the design, the details um, in the field notes stuff. It's so nice. Maybe there's people. I'm sure there's people out there that have them. That you know, it's it is just another cool notebook. Yeah. Um. Nothing too crazy, but I think for. Other uh, designers, artists, other creators out there—you're probably gonna pick up on the little, pick up and appreciate the little details and exactly. It's all in the design little details. Elements. Like, just listen to how the paper sounds. Like that's nice. Some notebook ASMR for you. Really, no, it sounds like good quality paper. Really strong chipboard cover. It says Field Notes, eighty-page workbook. Durable materials made in the USA, heavy duty, and you flip it over onto the inside. It has all your your standard field notes interior cover. Field notes workbook is property of your name, your pertinent coordinates, your internal records of your start date and location, including your end date and location. And in the event of misplacement, if found, please contact, insert your email address, hence there is or isn't a handsome reward waiting. And then you flip over to the back and uh, they've got practical applications such as heaviest metals listed, double shifts endured, bar classes crushed, a list of heavy things to lift, mm. truck beds I have known, plots surveyed, plots hatched, parents parented, Cool nicknames attempted. Wild horses broken. Trees climbed. Muscles to flex. It just goes on and on and on. See, I like 
I mean, already having like a notebook or a sketchbook or something like that, right? Is already a, a place for you to put down ideas. Yeah. Things you're working on. And it kind of serves as like a a time capsule sometimes. Oh, right? yeah. Totally. Go back. And you know, with us, we can go back to first year sketchbooks and look at stuff. And especially if we date the pages, obviously mm-hmm. you can tell exactly when we did it. But it's that cool. I'm going back and looking. This is what I was working on at that time, right? I think that even takes a step further. Yeah. Where you can. I love that kind of. Um, you can put down the date and location where you start it and where you finish it. Yeah. I think that is so cool because that just adds to the whole experience of and an idea of what a notebook or a sketchbook is. I love them. Like just just the use case of it, of having it in my pocket all the time. And like mm-hmm. it's it's been to all these different places. Like the I remember the one when we went into quarantine after school ended, I started it at Humber and then when I finished the book a couple of weeks later, I wrote down, like finished it in like in Toronto during COVID-19. And in 20 years, if I look back on this, I'm mean, like, man. Yeah, it's a cool memory. This is the stuff I was writing when there was a global pandemic. Cool going artifact on. from another time. Yeah. You, you could put it in a time capsule effectively. Yeah, 100%. No one would want to read what's inside of it because I can't even read it. can't even read my own writing. It's genius ideas. That's yeah, what's in it. It's all genius ideas. It's all genius ideas. It's fantastic. Only the best. I'm going to sneeze, so hold on. Holding? Oh. Never mind. It wasn't a sneeze. Got rid of it. Oh, that was terrible. It's like, you know when you feel like you need to sneeze? And then it... Yeah. Ugh. An internal sneeze? Yeah, it was terrible. Interesting. Nothing happened. No, nothing happened. I can still feel it, like, in the the tip of my nose right now. Kind of there, waiting. It's not even building up. It's just sitting there. It's like it's waiting until I'm in the middle of like a big rant, and then it'll just and then it's go off. Come out. And, yeah, right, yeah, really annoying. But uh, big week for us, other than the podcast. Um, Apple had their event the other day. Did you watch any yeah, of that? Look no, at any of that? I didn't. I didn't either. I don't really know much of what it's about, but I saw that they finally included a navy blue color into the design of the apple watch it's a navy blue aluminum Ooh. which i've been waiting for like an anodized aluminum an anodized like navy, navy blue, blue aluminum, aluminum. and cool. i've been waiting for that forever like literally forever if because i have the 11 iphone 11 pro and i have that in that midnight green shade because i wanted something mm-hmm. that wasn't black for once but if they had the 11 pro in a navy blue absolutely hands down seems like it'd be beautiful i feel like they should just do like uh, a special order thing mm-hmm. where like if you pay extra they'll just paint it whatever the hell you want that would be nice i feel like a lot of car companies do that it's true actually. when i say a lot of car companies usually the higher end stuff mm-hmm. like yeah. supercar companies stuff like that but i think you know like with porsche or mclaren or something mm-hmm. or ferrari yeah, maybe not but I know, I, I know I've seen like YouTubers and, you know, other people, journalists talk about, um, going to like spec out a car, like Porsche, McLaren, something like that. And if you have a color in mind that is, you know, not from their selected colors of, you know, stock colors you can pick, um, even if it's sometimes, even if it's a color from another brand, oh, wow. pay a little bit extra or something like that. And they'll like, they'll it. paint, they'll paint it for you. Wow. I think, I think I could be wrong, but I think Porsche does that. Like probably pay a fair amount of money. They're just great. So I think they're open to things like that. But that's why I've seen a lot of people in videos with, you know, like a, a 
McLaren whatever black Porsche. Like it's, yeah. you know, it's an actual color from another brand on that right. or, you know. Like they 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 own that Pantone color. Or yeah, that color or something formula. like that. Yeah. Wow. That'd be kind of cool. That I would mean, be cool. There's plenty of people out there. Um, they're spending enough money on Apple products as it is. You might as well just yeah throw in an extra fifty bucks and paint it. Yeah. A honestly. cool navy. You know, it's what like I mean? you can customize your your little plastic AirPods case. Yeah. Why can't we customize the back of an iPhone? You can customize yeah. an iPad. Yeah, I'm sure there's like some, you know, actual you manufacturing. You yeah, know, probably hoops to jump through with that. That's true. With having more painting, but I'm sure yeah. they, it's Apple. They know how to make money off of it. I think I think it'd just be cool because otherwise you got to go find a, a case that you like that is the color that you want. Yeah. Or something, and I so used I to bought, do that. I bought a clear case. Yeah, I'm not even. I don't even have a case on mine. Yeah, you're you're insane. I okay. You're, do you want that's the conversation now? You're a literal psychopath for yeah. doing that. Yeah. Let me tell. Let me talk about why I'm a psychopath. Um. Now, let me talk about why I do not have a case on my iPhone. Yes, indulge which, me. Um, by the way, it is an iPhone X, which I've had since it came out pretty much. Yeah, tw- end of 2016 or end of 2017? 2017. I think 2017. I think, yeah, I've had it for a little over three years. Yeah. Or, yeah, a little yeah, over three years, right. I think. That sounds right. Yeah, I think so. Um, and I, I love it. It's great. Mm-hmm. But there was only two color options when it came out. There was the right. white one, mm-hmm. where it was like at the back and front were white and yeah. then the edge around it was like a chrome like it's like a sta- it's like a stainless steel isn't it yeah 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 it's like a stainless but right. it's, it's it was it was bright and i was like i don't like this i think it looks a bit <laughs> i don't like it it looks almost a bit like i'm not a big fan of chrome that's understandable um i, f- I feel like sometimes on products chrome can make it seem a little cheap just because of it kind of just looks like shiny, glossy plastic. Yeah, and that, I feel like way. maybe, again, it's just my opinion when it comes to cars. I hate seeing like chrome and everything because it used to be really big mm. and you associate it with uh, luxury and, and um, you know, expensive Like an vehicles. old 50s Chevy or yeah. Cadillac. But then, and even like you see like in, you know, the German, like BMW, Mercedes, you'd see like little shiny pieces in the car, like in the interior or something. Mm-hmm. Um, look great, but then a lot of other cheaper brands copied that obviously right and then now because of that it's kind of at least to me mm-hmm. i see that i'm like i get reminded of the cheap stuff yeah putting um, chrome on a minivan just makes it look even cheaper <laughs> yeah so not a big fan but then the other color which is the one i picked which is the space gray one mm-hmm. which the back is like obviously it's like a dark gray the front is black so the, you know there's not a whole lot of front that isn't screen is true actually. but for what it is there's a slight little um edge that goes around the screen is this the first iphone that had the notch in it at yeah, the top? yeah 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 wow so like the the white one you could get the front little edge around the screen was white i didn't really like that oh that's disgusting i believe so maybe i'm wrong but i'm, I'm pretty sure I'm, I, I think you're wrong i maybe i'm not maybe i am maybe i don't know i remember i looked at it i was like no i don't like it and then because I was going to get a, I think I was going to get the bigger gig one. I think the one I have is 64, but I was going to get the bigger one. Was, is this when they were doing, is this, this is when they had 128 gigabyte sizes? Yeah, I think the X, again, maybe I know nothing about Apple, maybe. Maybe uh, you just totally But I feel like the only, you could only get a 64 or a 128 mm. with the X. Sounds like something they would do. Maybe, I'm not sure, but I was going to go for the 128 and then mm. they didn't have it in the space gray. 
Oh, that's fucking. So I was like, and I I hated the white one that much, and I apparently couldn't wait long <laughs> enough for him to order in an, a Space Gray one twenty. That's annoying. Gig. Of waiting for a phone that you've ordered in. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to do that. I just want it now. Get it over with. So I got the Space Gray, which you know, back gray front is black, and then the edge is like a black chrome. Yeah. Like a, like a, a tinted, a blacked out chrome, a blacked out tinted stainless, which actually looks pretty sweet. It does. Um, I had a case on it. Mm-hmm. The night I bought the phone, I bought, I think it was just like a cheap, um, like black silicone. Oh yeah. Like case. flimsy ish plastic stuff. You didn't yeah. buy an Apple branded case. No. Cause silicone. again, I think when, cause I got it probably like a month after it came out oh, yeah. and they didn't really have any cases for it. They had like, I think the OtterBox cases. Yeah. Which I don't like. Those have a real tradey look to them. There's that, but I just like, I, and it comes back to the reason why I don't have a case on it now is that, you know, maybe this sounds artsy, you know, very BS, pretentious. very pretentious. It's about to be very pretentious. But like, I respect, like, I, I get the phone because I like the design of it. Yes. I didn't get into Apple because I want to become part of the cult. Maybe I did. I don't know. Probably but on I, a subliminal level. What, when I got into it, it was because I love like the Apple interface mo- mo- mostly, but then the actual phone itself, the product, it looks good. And the way I like it and the way that, in, you know, spent all this time designing it, I'm not going to go cover it up with a case that's like an inch thick just because if I drop it once for me being an idiot. Yeah, true. Do you have Apple Care on that? No. No. I know. I'm an animal. You I just, are an animal. You're... I am like, <laughs> yeah, I'm praying. You've gone three months or three years. Well, yeah, I, I would say probably the first year I had a case on it. Right. Or year, year and a half. And probably you're... around, yeah, the first half of me owning this phone, I, I had a case on it. But again, it was only that that silicone. It wasn't even like the, the Apple silicones one you can get now where it's like really flimsy yeah. and soft. It was ones where it was like a lot more hard. Right. Um, it flexed obviously a bit, but it didn't really flex that much. And it was just black. And it was yeah. pretty thin because, again, I didn't want something bulky. Mm-hmm. to carry around or i thought you know bulky thing it just looked bad yeah. so i just wanted something slim on there just to give it a little protection a little not bit. that the silicone would really help too much but i mean a little bit of protection is better than just no protection yeah exactly for all things yeah in life. <laughs> yeah but, like, at least you tried but but then afterwards i just got sick of it really and i was just like seems like a strange thing to get sick of yeah i mean i mean i think it was just like because it was like a cheap silicone case. Oh, true. The whole like the hole for the charging port for the cord, and for like the headphone adapter wow. was like a bit too small, so you had to like really jam it in there. Oh, that's annoying. Little detail that kind of pissed me off. But like, I don't know stuff about it, like the feel, of the button, everything. I was just like, mm. I don't know why, but I started taking the case off to for something. Oh, I think I took it off because I had a wireless. Because this can do wireless charging. Yeah, I, I had a wireless charging pad, so I was like it. Uh, at least for me seemed like it tried a bit better without the case hmm. sometimes so i would like take it off for that or some other reason i can't remember and then i just got i was like man the phone just feels so much nicer without a case i do get that you know it really does. i'm used to having this silicone case which in reality wasn't even that big or that thick mm-hmm. but it felt like i'd gotten used to it so i was like oh this is how big the phone is how thick it is this is yeah. what it feels like and now take it off and be like oh my god the phone seems so much slimmer and it's crazy how much of a difference yeah. just a small because you get used to it makes. and maybe i took a few millimeters off the thickness of yeah holding it but it i just liked it and now it's like i don't know i've always 
taken care of like electronics and That's stuff true. like that. I've never, I mean, to this day, there's nothing's broken. There's, I've never broke it. You don't even have scratches. I don't even have scratches on the screen. Everything's perfect. Like I think there's a little um, kind of scratch on one of the corners. Wow. Where I dropped it in like the first week. That's insane. And it still works. And it's still with it, yeah. no cracks. <laughs> no the original cracks. screen. Never had to get it fixed. The back, which was like the big thing people complained about, is the back is all glass too. Yeah. Um, And if you drop that, not only... With the front break, the back would probably break, and that's like double the glass, double the price. But yeah. nothing. Wow. See, I I just keep it caseless because I like the way it looks. See, I used to have an iPhone 7 that I bought probably around the same time that you got the X. And over the summer, I was working like landscaping, like cutting lawns and stuff. And I was driving back home after a job and I was going to stop in and visit my friends at their work at Canadian Tire and I was like oh I'll take my take my case off because it was a little dirty and like literally the first time that I've taken the case off in months and get out of the car I have the caseless phone now in my pocket and this is the one that had the aluminum back like the matte textured aluminum to it and I get out of the car, step on the ground, walk up on the sidewalk, and I go to put the phone in the pocket, and I do like that oh, downward hand motion. Miss the pocket. Trying to like just slip it into the pocket, just like a little, just do that, and it missed completely. Probably fell maybe like three feet to the ground, and I'm like, oh, no. I turn it around, and a big crack on the front, yeah. and I literally paid $50 a couple days earlier to get the glass screen protector installed at the Apple store. Oh man. And the glass screen protector was fine. And the glass underneath the screen protector, because it hit right on the corner, because the screen protector doesn't go all the way to the edge. It leaves about probably a three millimeter distance, maybe two, three millimeter distance at the radius of the uh the screen and all that all that stuff. Hit somehow manages to hit right there and just shatter the front to pay like 250 bucks to get that replaced. and then i dropped the phone two years later and then it wouldn't charge and i took it to the apple store and i'm like why won't my phone charge it's two three years old he's like oh you you appear to have damaged one of the chips inside of your phone that basically receives a signal from the charger that tells the battery to charge I'm like, well, that's kind of fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be like, well, we can we can replace the phone for $400 or you can buy this new one for like $1,200. Oof. I'm like, how about no? Yeah, that's rough. It was terrible. Yeah, maybe I'm just lucky. I don't know. You you are lucky. When it comes to It's very impressive. Because, I mean, this is only... It's the third phone I've ever had. Yeah, sounds about right. I had, I got my first phone in grade, the end of grade nine, maybe. And do you remember what that was? HTC One X. Ooh, I like that one. I remember I that. What it was called? It was, um, it was like all white. Mm-hmm. It was pretty big at the time too. I think it was bigger than the equivalent iPhone at the time, screen wise. Probably because two thousand nine. That would have been. No, it was later than two thousand nine. Or yeah, grade, grade nine, grade nine, nine would have been 2012. 2012, 2013. 
So that's iPhone five. Five. It was the, no, no, yeah, it was the five because five. I had the HTC all the way through mostly high school. I, no, yeah, I got it in grade nine, had it all the way until grade eleven, then grade twelve. I think I got the iPhone six. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, good phone. when it came out, because I think that was the first jump to where it, like they really slimmed it down and yeah, increased was, the screen size. It was and small, it was big, it was round, more it curvy, these, these soft radius yeah. on the on the edges, which I really liked. I thought it looked oh, super it super modern. Um, love that one, and then had that for. I guess another three years, Until I think, you got and then the, the got the X, and yeah. I think it was like end of first year or something. I think it was I don't know halfway through second year because I remember oh, you yeah. talking about it because it was I remember the new ones came out. Oh yeah, you're right. right. Yeah, it was halfway through. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Because I was debating like, do I get the seven or the eight? Yeah, I was like back and forth and back and forth. And one of the chicks I was seeing at the time was like, oh, wh- why, why don't you get the get the 8? It's got the glass back. You can do the wireless charging. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck wireless charging is. <laughs> Absolutely not. And then I got the 7, and then I regretted it after. You get, like, buyer's remorse. Yeah. Like, oh, for, if I had spent this much extra money, I could have gotten this. And I didn't. This sucks. And I've still got a perfectly That's... perfectly good working phone in my, in my hand, in my pocket. Yeah. Bizarre how that kind of shit works but yeah that was a big total mega rant off of the apple spiel yeah i've to keep it slightly onto the apple spiel for a little bit longer um so i just thought i think one of the reasons why i like i picked it other than the interface Mm -hmm. which yeah why why apple phone over like a google pixel well that was the thing because i mean when i started the hcc it was my first phone so i didn't really you know i didn't have a preference yeah right so i was going into it new i liked the phone whatever it looked cool um, I did notice, I was like, yeah, the touchscreen seems a little slow mm. in a weird way to describe it, I guess, but it wasn't great. Yeah, a little, yeah, something like that. And I remember it and then getting the Apple just because, like, everyone wanted the Apple. So I was like, I kind of want it. And when the 6 came out, I think by far, in my opinion, that was the best looking phone for the really? actual, not just the interface, but the uh, just the actual product itself. Mm. I thought by far, in my opinion, it was the best looking. Interesting. With that new curve. I feel like they were the first to, like, really go, I don't know. Maybe not, but I really You're liked it. You're entitled to your own opinion. Yeah, that was my opinion. Loved it. And then once you go with Apple, it's hard to leave. Very hard. Because now I'm like, oh, man, I love the interface. It's still my favorite interface, I think, just the whole uh, the way apps look and mm, everything works. Now Apple Music, I just stuff I'm obsessed with. The ecosystem is it, the ecosystem. Very, they they do a good attractive. job of like keeping you into the cult, you know? Roping you in. Roping you in, and you'll never want to leave. Um but I did think about switching. Mm. I don't know if I will, but to the phone, which I think, safe to say, we both agree is the best design phone. Easily. Which is the new Google Pixel. Yes. Is it the Google Pixel 4? There's the Pixel 4, and then they've just come out recently with the 4A, 4A. I believe. And I'm not sure what the difference is with the 4A. I want to say it's a more budget-friendly option. Oh, like the, the like the 4? Apple C's, the five yeah, C, yeah, like the five and... C's and the the i like the iPhone, the S versions yeah, of the yeah. of the typical flagship models. Not a tech person, so I don't really know, but based off what I can based off what I can see. So one of one of our friends, John, mm. little John in from from Scarborough, has the Pixel the four, the Pixel four, yeah, 
and it is beautiful. Didn't, didn't Odin have one? Uh, he had like the one or the two when he first when Odin first had the Pixel the Pixel two when the Pixel yeah, two. Yeah, and then came I think out. he got the the four or something afterwards. Yeah. Or something like that. And it was, it's just so fucking. I think nice as at, again. Google interface is great and Google looks clean, but just the way everything works on the screen, mm. to me, Apple is still best looking and the best mm. and the most functional for me. Yeah. Um, but like as the actual product goes itself, the product itself, the object, oh, I think the Google man. Pixel Four is like the best looking. Color, material, finish on that thing is ridiculous. It's it's stupid. It's how good way it more looks. modern. It doesn't even look like a phone. No, like it's, it's like that. That should that should be a toy. It's a piece of art. Yeah, wanna, kind should, of with I like the bright wanna, colors. I should want to yeah. play with that. It kind of has that quality because it's that like matte finish plastic. Mm-hmm. That's with like the solid bright colors. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like plastic when you pick it up. No, you know, you like no, you know, it feels how higher like, quality than that. Like a plastic phone, it feels cheap. Like I used to have the iPhone 5C, and great phone, it worked fine, but it still felt cheap because yeah. That plastic touch to it, that tactility, but this thing doesn't even feel like plastic. It doesn't even doesn't feel like metal. I don't know what it feels like. It feels like love. <laughs> it's it's just There's straight the commercial up love. for it right there. Like if it I could if like I could love. describe how that material felt, it felt like love. Yeah. And what what does love feel like? I don't know. That's another. Um... It's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other. What does love feel like? That'd be very uh, kind of out of the box conversation for us, I think. But you need to get a chick on to talk about that to have both sides of the the gender equation. That is true. Yeah, but uh, that is very true. But yeah, like the Apple stuff was cool this week. I was on another podcast this week actually. Um, on it came out Wednesday, and we recorded it Monday night my time which is tuesday morning in australia these are the boys and the girls from hump day replay which is a which is a podcast about the podcast that i've done design work for in the past called the daily talk show which is an australian talk show podcast goes seven days a week great guys there um but i was on the uh the hump day replay podcast plugged the process a little bit got to talk about some cool design stuff got to talk about my internship um did that this week it's cool cool week at work too actually yeah on um tuesday i think it was maybe wednesday i haven't spoken about it on the show because i was i was kind of waiting for a a less topic heavy day like we've ended up on today um but one of our uh clients came in in a ford gt mm. which is ford's supercar the new one the new one too the new gt and the company that i work for produces carbon fiber parts for ford because all the gts are made in canada yeah and are they like assembled in brampton yeah i think right? there's brampton and apparently they're putting together another plant in aurora Oh, near wow. where I live, actually. Wow. Pretty close to where I live. And cool. I've seen a couple driving around my area. There's a blue one and a red one and a black one that drive around. And I've seen three in total and then four, yeah. including this one. I'm, I'm jealous. I've seen probably like five or six now, but at like auto shows. Yeah. Not, um, on, not on the street. Seeing these not things driving. on the road is, it's so. I mean. It's I'm, a good looking car. Yeah. I'm going to. Yeah. 
yeah, I'm going to hold my back, hold myself back from uh, going on an hour and a half rant of why I think it is a great car or it looks great. Really? Um, See, cause continue. you know, we need to just have, can we just have, you know, just for me, go for it. An, an episode where we just talk about cars. <laughs> Well, look abs- nice absolutely cars i want to get nice. bruce on and just have you and him just go at it with cars okay, I want to talk about cars three hours. that'd be great no i um no i think that the new ford gt is one of the best designed cars to come out in the last couple of years for really? sure yeah why i think what well, makes you get into that? it now um i've got my i like the car but i've got it'd be cool to hear from you points. like you know you're not as big into the car like into yeah. cars, so your view would be cool too um i, th- I think First of all, I think it does a great, it's a great redesign. One thing that I'll probably mention over and over whenever we talk about um, cars or car design or any sort of design is like the one thing that bothers me with car design is the word redesign. So I see a lot of stuff um, by other students, other people online that like redesign this old car and like all they do is just take the original car and then Photoshop on like modern LED headlights. And bigger yeah, wheels and they're like look at this redesign it's like that's not a redesign this is like a you just putting modern shit on an old car but i think what ford did really well with the with the new gt is that you can you can see like it's a great redesign of the original race car which is where it started right it started as a race car it didn't start as a as a road car um back in the 60s um and i mean in t- it was like 2005 or something that came out like the like the older Ford GT, mm-hmm. which was more of like a heritage kind of design car, like meaning like it was, you know, meant to look like the old the old race car. Right. It was like you know kind of a paying homage, paying homage to like that original car, and so it looked very very similar. Okay. Um, okay. See, I had no idea. Yeah, never knew that. Whereas this new Ford GT is more like an actual proper redesign, in my opinion, mm-hmm. where you can look at it. It's actually cool. I think in the past, uh, in Toronto International Auto Show I went to back in February, they had in one of the rooms they had all three lined up beside each other. Oh, like so they had the original, original or one of the original race cars from the '60s, then the wow. the Ford GT from like '05 or whatever, and then the new one hmm. beside each other, and you can you can see the progression yeah and you can see where the one oh five was like yeah you can tell they were just trying to make a modern version of that and it was playing that type of car yeah yeah pretty much but the new one you can look at it and you don't automatically think oh that just looks like a new version of this Mm -hmm. but you can look at it and say oh i see where they got that from i see where they took that from the original car and made it modern without copying it but still Mm -hmm. making it like you can see the lineage you can see the progression Right. right um so I think that is just one of the cool things. Interesting. Um, and I think just in general, like, it's just designed so well. Like, it's, uh, I think it's pretty crazy without going too crazy. Yeah, without without going, like, Lamborghini crazy. Wild. Yeah, without going, like, Lamborghini crazy where they just put, like, like real crazy and start making it look like a spaceship. Spaceship, pretty much. Um, you know, they have, like, the, the flying buttress on their GT. Yeah. That's fucking That connects cool. like from I guess from the roof over to the back, rear wheels. Yep. And then there's a big hole. Yeah, it's just between huge that open and the body. Space. Yeah, it's like that's such a cool feature that you don't just see on any other cars, cool. you know. Um, but yeah, I just think I've I loved it, love it. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, haven't seen it's, one on the road yet though, which I'm a bit jealous about. Uh, yeah, no, it's 
even the sound on it too like when you start it up it sounds ridiculous yeah like super nice but one thing because it was parked it was parked in our driveway at work for a little bit and then um my boss took it uh or went with the guys and just drove around to show him the other other shops because we have a few around a large area of property um that's just you can walk to it but it's easier to get to it by car um so they obviously took the gt and drove around there but uh when they came back they parked it on the side of the road and i can see it directly from my office i can look out a window and i had a perfect side view nice of the car which was looked very nice until i started looking closer and something about the proportion of it bugs me where, really interesting oh okay interesting i like this the styling on the side it's got this really nice kind of folded um, body panel mm-hmm. that comes into a carbon fiber body panel which we make actually um, and that's kind of like an air scoop that pushes air into some space yeah. right underneath that flying buttress spot. yeah i think it i think it goes th- it might go through that. It's probably um, air intake for the engine or yeah. cooling for the brakes or something. And it, then it, there's this like hard edge line, like bend in the metal there. And that looks nice. I really like that. I like the sharp angular stuff, which is why I'm a big fan of Lexus design cues and all that. Mm-hmm. And that part of the car is great. And like the front wheel and how the whole front tapers in and how the back tapers out looks beautiful. But there's something about the size of like the greenhouse area, yeah, where it almost looks like it's plopped directly in the middle of the car, and it feels like it's just missing at the back. It hmm. kind of looks as if they've taken the greenhouse and then just gone zoop, and just followed just a standard curve, and it feels like it just it needs to be pulled back. Now this is obviously coming from me who has no idea about anything. <laughs> When it comes to car design or car styling. So I may be totally fucking off. But it just looks like it needs to be just pulled just a little bit. Just a little oh, bit. That's that's pretty interesting. Well, that's actually. my that's my hmm. observation. Um, the only thing I, I noticed when I first saw it was it looked, even though in reality it's not a big car. Supercars are never big. They look yeah. big on TV. It doesn't but, even look like you can fit two people in this. No, thing. but like in 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 person, especially compared to if it's beside like a, a regular car, mm-hmm. they're very small. They're wide, yes. but they're really low. You know, really small. The four GT looks long. It is long. It's a long. Vehicle. It's pretty long. That's the only thing I notice, I guess. Um, which, with how low it is, makes it. I think it, that makes it a lot look mm-hmm. a lot longer yeah for sure but uh that's an interesting uh take on yeah on, on that actually it's like it, it just cuts off too quickly in my hmm. opinion it seems like for something like that that also could just be my personal preference when it comes to the car design and stuff right like but it feels like it just needs to be pulled back a bit more and maybe even just that little bit mind you the spoiler was up yeah spoiler like can retract it's got these like real neat looking hydraulics we make the spoiler um Mm. but it just look maybe if the spoiler was down maybe it fits nicer proportionally yeah they might have done that because it's a uh, um what am i what's the word i'm thinking of um proportionally active right rear wing yeah like it will it will move it will move up 
it'll go up when like kind of tilt forward i guess when you're under braking or if you're going high speed oh, it like wow. flattens out so it's less downforce you can go faster and stuff like that science man. um so maybe they have that kind of the roof sloped down a little bit mm, more that's true. so the air can hit that wing maybe because yeah. it's not like a junk when it compared to some other supercars it's not a massive wing yeah like it's, yeah. it's still big and it sticks up but it's not um it's not huge so maybe i don't know it's probably i'm, I'm sure there's some you know there's some there's there's, there's a engineering reason for, reason for that i guess when if you get a chance to see one in person though you should go up close and look at the carbon fiber on the rims of the mm-hmm. wheel because we don't make the rims um i don't know who makes the rims of the car but you would think that for a car of this price point and a car of this caliber especially being classified is it technically classified as a supercar oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so for a car classified as a supercar you would imagine that like the quality checks of these materials and these products and these parts being made by all these different manufacturers coming together to create this final product would be of the highest standard right and this isn't something that i would obviously naturally pick up on because i've only worked with carbon fiber once in my life but the people that i work with do carbon fiber layups daily for example for body panels on the ford gt and you look at the rims and granted it's a complex form you've got a lot of sharp corners and Mm -hmm. really narrow bits but the layup how they've laid up the carbon fiber kind of looks like crap oh interesting And this isn't me shitting on ford or shitting on the ford gt or even the people who are making it but it's interesting how a car of that price point when you look at it up close and you look at like the really fine details and stuff that even even something like that the carbon fiber rims which you're probably paying a huge premium yeah for, that's like a it's probably like a six thousand dollar option yeah or something how when you look at it up close the the carbon fiber weave realistically should all the lines should be like perpendicular everything should follow well but then all of a sudden when you have kinks and everything and carbon fibers actually folded on top of each other in the actual molding of the rim itself kind of looks like crap i wonder because I, I know that's an option i think for the 4gt where you can have uh, carbon rims mm-hmm. and i think they're 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 all carbon right it's a solid yeah, carbon it's rim. solid carbon i i know i don't know much about it but i know seeing videos of um company koenigsegg the swedish company mm-hmm. they make hypercars i usually call them see that sounds wild it, it's pretty sick i it was one of my favorite companies um they do i think they would they were like the first to do like the first like all carbon fiber rim oh, for a road car yeah and they've had some videos on youtube and like going through the whole process and making the cars and one of them shows you briefly how they do it yeah and i wonder if you know you're making something solid out of carbon like that yeah the way you have to lay it like if they're stacking like pieces of yeah. carbon like you know maybe it's unavoidable and maybe yeah I'm maybe it's hyperly critical maybe it's hard to like keep everything lined up when it's like when you're making a uh, a full 3d like rim yeah. kind of thing There's i don't know maybe of... I, don't, I don't know yeah maybe i'm maybe just a one-off it. rim that wasn't very that's the thing all four all four oh they're all like perfect. Okay. well especially like right around the middle where the the lug nut is is that the lug nut right in the center there yeah yeah Do they have center locking wheels 
Good question. I have no fucking clue. I can show you. Was a there like five nuts or was just one center one? <laughs> was there five I think nuts? It was, I think it's center. I don't know if uh, the standard rims are center locking or it's if it's got... just the uh, carbon rims. But it, it might just have center locking wheels from uh, standard. I'm showing you a picture now. Oh, no, no. Whatever okay. that no, is. So it is the five bolt pattern. Yeah. 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 Like it's obviously not a huge discrepancy in the carbon fiber, but it's. I don't. I don't even remember if I took but a picture of that. But even the then, like one. it's one of those things. You could be call, saying people might just say you're nitpicking, but like that car, is extremely expensive. Yeah. It was extremely rare. I remember seeing videos of like YouTubers not talking about the process to own one. Yeah. Where you have to like rigorous. Send a Ford. Like first, you have to like apply. Yeah. And then, like, if you get put on a certain list, then you have to, like, I don't know if it's like you have to write to them or you have to, like, explain why you should be an owner of one. A letter of intent. Yeah. And then, like, they have to go through all these applications and decide who they want to choose to buy their car. Because I think they're only making, they were only making a set amount and then they. Only a couple hundred. I don't want to say, like, for some reason, I want to say, like, 400 or something, but maybe less. I think they've upped it or the guy whatever the guys can't remember the guys but they've made they're making there's a new edition of it now there's like an all what they called it's like an all carbon edition or something like it's a special but so yeah they're making a few more i guess but yeah there's they only made a couple hundred and they were like i think they were like something stupid like half a million or more probably like six hundred thousand they were really expensive for like what it is and at that point if you're spending that much money you do expect you things expect to be the, the carbon fiber perfect. and the rims to look perfect i mean we me and my dad have seen that when we went to the like the when we go to the auto show and there's been uh you know every supercar manufacturer has their um reputation yeah very pretentious um, and but even so like a reputation of like quality mm-hmm. and even the, some of the clarins i remember seeing like you can look in the the windshield and see some of like the uh, material in the dash like bubbling, where it's been like oh that's if you can hear that it's just a chair rolling around upstairs, uh, strong rolly chair, <laughs> strong rolly chair actually. I'll try and process that out. Um, that you was, can that see was, like that was power move by you, your, by your mom. I think it was my dad. He's been uh, rolling around on a chair because he hurt his back, so he hasn't been. Uh, he's been like <laughs> rolling around on a chair. Papa Watson. Um, but uh. Yeah, you can see like kind of the material peeling where really? it, the glue isn't stuck, and you can see wow. it bubbling or like in the corners, like some of the stickers come out and it's peeling. But like, yeah, I mean, it happens. No there's one's still, no one's perfect, but there's still uh, production vehicles. But yeah, at, again, at that price, yeah. Like if, if I was spending it. like, I mean, again, if you can spend six hundred thousand dollars on a car, you probably have the money to buy like a few of these. Like you, you're yeah. you've got a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So like, it's not like that's all your money in that car, and now you're screwed over if something's messed up. Yeah. But at the same time, you're spending that money, and they deliver your car, and you're looking at it, and you see something like that, you'd probably be like, uh, like, yeah, what the fuck's yeah, wrong I with think, that? Uh, I think you're gonna have to fix those wheels for me. Yeah, I'm not even gonna ask you. I'm gonna straight up tell you. I'm gonna tell you right now. Yeah, that's not a problem we have though. No, I wish I had that problem. Yeah. But I don't. Not even I wish, close. I wish I had the problem of trying to decide which Ford GT I was going to drive to work. Yeah, which color to drive today. Yeah. I can't even afford the wheels. Yeah. Like, like, real sad existence. I can't even... I couldn't afford to 
probably buy anything in that car. No, probably. Might not. be able to buy like the bolts for it or something. Yeah, you might be able to. I feel like I feel like even those are specialized and have special coatings yeah, on them. Probably, yeah. From some obscure manufacturer in Denmark or something like that. Yeah, these bolt these aluminum bolts are anodized in Bermuda Triangle or something and they're like <laughs> six grand a piece. It's like oh well they have to send a guy out on a on a rubber dinghy to go and yeah, get them. Some car companies do that though. They, they go very extreme. Really? Bentley does it because like you know Bentley, it's Bentley it's like the rapper mobile, right? Like the rapper mobile. Yeah, like every everyone you know wants to be flashy mm-hmm. who's rich they have a bentley and like True. uh like with the the bentley suv the mm-hmm. bentega which is like the ultimate rapper mobile that's Looks like, like a bus yeah it's, it's huge it's huge they have like i mean the, the bentley interior is always known for being pretty over the top extravagant mm-hmm. like quilted leather and whatever but like you can get like i remember seeing i think on like grand tour they're showing or talking about you can get these like wood inlays for the dash and for the interior mm-hmm. the um for the car and he like choose different woods and there's like one wood that like you know only grows on some like really rare tree in like asia somewhere but it only grows on like the side of a cliff so someone has to like rope down and like cut the tree off and like bring it i don't know it could be bs but like you know they go overboard just so they can sell you like somehow justify yeah why they're selling you like a ten thousand dollar extra or something like that jesus or like yeah no. or it's like yeah this color was hand stirred by the pope himself or something this is why it's like 30 grand i don't know I'm sure they do that. The Pope spat in this paint, and his DNA is now infused into your car. That's why it's got an extra shine to it. The shine <laughs> of the Lord that's, uh, is that's, in the paint. That's salvation right there. It's kind of rad, not going to lie. That'd be kind of cool. I'd That'd probably, be kind of rad. Yeah. I'm not a religious person, but I might pay for that. No, I probably would if I had the money. That's a, that's a, that's a justified You can at expense. least say that you own the, some of the Pope's DNA. Yeah. When someone's like, hey, watch the paint. I'm like, Why? just red and you're like no no you don't understand this is pope francis's spit in the red paint especially in this area right here see that little dot right there that's like a chip of his tooth it's like that's like that's what he had for dinner yeah that's how you justify to yourself you have like a eighty thousand dollar painter yeah meanwhile your wife is like i married an idiot (laughs) i married a straight up idiot yeah a functional functioning functioning dysfunctional idiot I see. I feel like it'd be fun if you had that much money to go to companies like that and and just see what you can get away with. Yeah. Like, can you do this for me? Because I know they do it. Like, I remember, um, Rolls Royce did like a one-off car, hmm. like a few years ago, and it was like the most expensive new car ever in oh, history. Wow. You know how much it, it cost? Oh man, stupid. You man. know me, good, great with me- memories. Great uh, with- Great with, Great with numbers everything. or no, I think oh, I want to say it was like upwards of ten million or something. Whoa! Um, it was the most expensive actually. In the the last auto show, they had the one off uh, Bugatti there, which oh, is yeah. now the most expensive yeah. car ever. Which was like, like I want to say it was like sixteen million or something. It's stupid. <gasps> but anyways, this Rolls Royce. I apparently like the reason they didn't. It's not like Rolls Royce was like we should do this one off car. Mm-hmm. apparently there's some like rich guy from like the middle east was mm-hmm. like can you like well he probably didn't he probably like make me this car like yeah, this probably didn't even ask and it, it was it was like designed you know inspired by like yachts stuff like that so like the back had like the wood you'd see on like yachts and boats oh, and uh i think and like the shapes or whatever um 
so I wonder, like, if you had that much money to go there, and like, how, can you paint it? Like, can you get, you know, Pope spit red paint? Like, go to Ferrari and be like, can I get like the, you know, they're in Italy. It's like the super. Yeah, they can do it. Religious edition of the red paint. Can you ask my boy Francis to just do a little, just a. Can he bless this paint? Me, like, I'd yeah, be kind of sick. Throw holy water on it. Yeah, I know Ferrari's known for doing some like pretty, you know, racking up some big bills for. Oh man, I can imagine. I know. Uh, I remember seeing this one, one guy on YouTube. He had like a Ferrari F12, I think it is. Hmm. I have no idea what that means. Maybe it's a TD. No, I think it's just no. Or is an A12 super fast? <laughs> All these numbers and words and letters. I'm not and sure. Numbers. Yeah. By the way, that is a car, a Ferrari called like A12 super fast. That's the name, which is like it's dumb, That's but at the cool. same That's time, cool. it's like it's almost like they're trolling. Like it's yeah. funny, you know. What I mean? Anyways, he wanted to get. The, the car painted in like a, a special color which is a ferrari color mm-hmm. every time ferrari comes out they have like because i know you probably don't know this but probably ferrari not. every now and then comes out with like a like the fxx car mm-hmm. which is like a race version of like one of their cars okay and it, it's not even like you can't run it in any sort of race because their other f- cars just weren't fast enough no it's like but it's like it's like a race car for the road i, mean, I, mm. I think they're pretty much all of them they're not like road legal like it is a race car but mm. it's like it doesn't follow any regulations so you can't race it in any sort of right it's it's like a wild it's card. like basically say how crazy can we go just for fun right that's kind of cool though i like that so they've done it in the past right uh, the most recent with like LaFerrari, they have like an FXX oh, okay. K, that's, that's that, and the FXX K Evo, which is like whatever. But usually, like, I don't know if they still do, but every time one of those cars, they would make one, they would like paint it like a special color or something, like mm-hmm. a one-off thing. And way back with the five nine nine FXX or whatever it's called, they painted. They had the one in like this green color, this like metallic green. Mm. Um, and so this guy wanted his car painted that color. Fair. but like they wouldn't do it because mm. it's like you know special to them special color Ooh. you know it's not like they're you know, just protected. mix the, they probably have the paint mix yeah just, just they, do can, it. they can do it but they're like oh, yeah, actually we're i don't know if how, you're special enough how bad do you want it but then he convinced them and he ended up paying like probably like fifty thousand or something stupid like oh extra God. just to just for them to paint his car so he's the only one in the world with that paint on it but yeah, bragging rights. If anyone imagine cares. having that problem. Yeah, you know. Unfortunately, that's uh. Go to a car company and be like, okay, well, you know, make this out of this material for fun or something. Yeah, They're like, please. Yeah, we don't do that here, and you're like, mm, but Are like, you sure. You know, you while sure you like do going here? through your money and you're. It's like, oh, geez, like, throws in a, a stack of fifty thousand. I was really hoping to spell this. Sure, you don't remember? I was, I was really hoping to spend this million dollars today, but I don't know what to spend it on. You just slap them in the face with bundles of $100,000. Like, do you remember now? Do you remember now? Do you remember now? That'd be pretty funny. Yeah, I wish I had that issue. That'd be a, yeah, that'd be a nice problem. That'd be a fun problem to have. Unfortunately, we do not have that problem. No, not even close, actually. No. Not even close. But that's like, we enjoy what we're doing. Yeah. I feel like even if I did have a lot of money and did have a fancy car, I'd, I'd probably still want to do this anyway you know oh yeah just uh get to work a lot faster i I, I wish i had a fancy fancy car car and and i would still do this oh yeah (laughs) yeah do this oh okay real dream projection here right right, before we wrap things up do the podcast from inside 
Oh. A fancy car, whether that's a GT or a Lamborghini or a Ferrari. That, I feel like... Or some kind of a supercar. There's you wouldn't be driving it, obviously. No. You can't drive and do that because you got road noise. That would sound terrible. But record the show. Maybe once we inc- we can incorporate video, get like a real wide angle lens, mm. put it on the camera right at the front. The Have dash, some cameras yeah. outside, roll the windows down. There's no way. Do you know anyone with a Lamborghini? Uh, no. Because I'd be like begging them every day. Be like, can you just, yeah, true. Drive, just drive me? True. Just, just let me drive. No, I... There's no way that, like, you can't tell me that there hasn't been some YouTuber in LA that's done some sort of podcast from the back of a G-Wagon. That seems like the most LA thing, no? It does seem like, like, when I think of LA, that's what I think of, but I can't think of anyone that's done it. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. That'd be kind of... I know a few people with a G-Wagon, so we might be able to sort that out. Really? That'd be kind of sick, to be honest. I mean... Mm -hmm. Another conversation for another day. I'm not a biggest fan of a G wagon, but yeah. anyways, yeah. Uh, but still, doing a podcast in the back of one—that's a different story. Does sound pretty sick. I wonder what the audio would be like. Hmm. You have a bunch of leather <laughs> surrounding you. Yeah, probably sound okay. I would probably think probably sound okay. It's a car. Yeah. As long as the. Yeah, I don't know. We'd have to look into that. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. it's. A thought worth exploring. Well, if anyone wants to let us do a podcast from the inside of a Lamborghini, please let us know. We'd love to do so. Yeah, if you have a Lamborghini. If you have a Lamborghini and want to, I don't know, drop it by our place and just leave it parked there for an hour for us to do a podcast in it. Yeah, we can hang out. We'll, get, we'll go get lunch after and cruise around for the afternoon. Sounds like a great day to me. Show you what we do here at the process. If so, if you, yeah, if you have a Lamborghini... <laughs> Send us an email, please, to hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com and uh, just get in touch. And if you have any questions or comments or tips or just advice or just general thoughts. Yeah. Anything uh, we said today that you uh, find interesting? Do you own a Ford GT or are you one of those people? Yeah. Do you want a Ford GT? Take, Take a look at your carbon fiber rims if you have the carbon fiber rims and... And tell me if you see anything, because I'm not it, an expert. And if so, does it bother you if it looks off? Yeah. Is that is that something that you would take back to Ford and say, fix this? Yeah. Or do you just kind of roll with the punches and say, yeah, mm-hmm. I got the car anyway. Yeah. <laughs> this, I've, I've done my part. So, yeah, that's uh, I think that's going to be it from us. Going to wrap us up for the for the weekend. Yeah, good way to eat. Uh, finish the week. Yeah, I think we'll go grab a coffee after this. And uh, yeah, coffee sounds good. Maybe start sketching these uh, podcast microphone stands. Be good idea. You ready for a, our, a wall critique, wall presentation on, Ooh, on Monday? I haven't done a wall critique in, in a minute. In a long time. Yeah. Think you, think you can smash two pages a day over the weekend? I think I can try for sure. I think so. Are you gonna sure. Are you gonna render anything? Oof. Markers. Uh, maybe maybe just a little bit. Maybe just a, a little bit of render. Maybe just one color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just throw a little you just get a here. bit of value on the page. A little boom, value, boom, I think, is, is is the way to go. Yeah, I'm not rendering Sweet. anything too crazy here. Are we talking sketchbooks? I sketchbooks are eleven by seventeen. See, I've I've always been a fan of eleven by seventeen. Hmm. I think I'm. I think what I'm gonna, the way that my process is probably gonna work, probably gonna flesh it out in the sketchbook a bit, and then do some eleven by seventeen pages. I might try and do some, you know, fill up a few ideation page or two of just those you know lines of little 
Mm-hmm. Quick thumbnails. I like that. That's the way I like to rule, I think. That's going to be hot. Yeah. I'm stoked to see it, and uh, you guys will see it. We're going to get our Instagram set up this weekend. Hopefully, we can get the um, at the process name on Instagram. I was about to say domain name, but it's not. Yeah. Name. Hopefully, we can. Uh, if not, we can get at the process podcast, hopefully. I'm sure. Oh, there's got to be some variation that isn't too Absolutely. awful. Or the dot process. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, there's be and something. if someone has it, we'll we'll buy it off you. Negotiate. Yeah, we'll figure something out. And uh, yeah, I think that's that's going to be it from us. You have anything else you want to want to chip in? Everything. Beautiful. Thanks for uh, listening. Yeah, if you made it this far, if you made it throughout the first week, throughout the first week of, uh, of podcast episodes, super week. exciting, first of many. It is, yeah. And it's exciting, uh, finally starting it, and yeah, it's real fucking cool. It's fun. We got a, we got a couple episodes in, but we got a long way to go, and that's that's the exciting part. That's the exciting part for sure. Is uh, is where where we're going to end up, and in terms of where we are going to end up in about five minutes we're going to go to starbucks and get coffee so that's all from us here at the process and uh catch you later guys yep see you later gotcha